If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contract to pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. You are locked on Cowboys. Your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Monday, November 7th. Cowboys with a big 35-10 victory over the Cleveland Browns on Sunday afternoon. Their seventh straight win, and that is the second longest winning streak in Cowboys history. The last time they had seven straight wins was 2007. They also did it in 1993, 1983, 1971. The most considered regular season wins during a regular season is eight. They did it in 1977, so the Cowboys will have a chance to tie the franchise record for most consecutive regular season wins this Sunday at Pittsburgh. So that should be a good one. Cowboys... Of course, continue to roll. I, unfortunately, was not at the game. I had TMS NASCAR duties out at the track. Uh, If y'all, any of you listeners, made the trek up there, I feel for you. Long rain delay. The Cowboys, but the track did put on the Cowboys game on Big Hoss TV, which is the uh, alleged biggest TV in the world, so uh, so I did get to watch the game. You know, I, I shot some tags back and forth with my coworkers. Uh, it was very interesting to see a guy like Gavin Escobar finally get in the game action and catch a touchdown. Because not only has Gavin Escobar kind of fallen off the map in, in terms of the offense, he's uh, you, you know hardly playing any snaps. Period. He's gone a couple games where he hasn't been used at all in offensive packages. Uh, so he got two plays on offense yesterday, uh, made the most of it, caught a touchdown pass. So Gavin Esquire, in case you were wondering, is still on the team. Uh, but uh, overall, it, it was just another solid victory. The Cowboys didn't fall for the quote-unquote trap game or, or what you want to call it against the winless Cleveland Browns. They went in, took care of business, fell Fell in an early 3-0 hole, but we're up 21-10 by half and then uh, scored two touchdowns in the third quarter to kind of seal it and put it up 35-10. And the defense, once again, with a very impressive performance. Uh, You can't say enough about Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott. They continue to get better as the season goes on. Dak Prescott, 21 of 27 for 247 yards and three touchdowns, a 141.8 passer rating. So uh, Dak Prescott had arguably his worst game the previous week against the Eagles on Sunday Night Football, bounces back, has one of his best nights in terms of leading the offense. And Although I will say Dak Prescott still has not had a 300-yard game for you fantasy guys, but he is uh, certainly that has not 
matter as long as the Cowboys are winning. Ezekiel Elliott, 18 rushes for 92 yards, two touchdowns, averaged more than five yards a carry. So another solid, solid effort by him. And as a team, the Cowboys rushed for 168 yards on 42 carries, averaged four yards a carry. So uh, very impressive, very impressive game. Leading receiver, Jason Winton, eight catches, 134 yards with the score. Cole Beasley had six catches, 56 yards in the score. So uh, Dak Prescott continued to uh, m- move the ball around. Let's see, he ate, he found one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different receivers on the day. So, uh, And if I'm not mistaken, Dak Prescott has found at least – six receivers in every game so he continues to spread the ball around well and is really playing like I said at a high level Jerry Jones had nothing but good things to say about him after the game Uh, the same can be said for uh, Jason Garrett and the players so very very solid uh, performance and I'm going to make sure to get some sound from the locker room tomorrow because, uh, like I said, I was not at the game, so that's why I can't play any sound for y'all today. Uh, but let me remind you, this is Locked on Cowboys with Drew Davison. And encourage your friends, encourage your family, encourage your coworkers to check out the Locked on Podcast Network. We have every NFL team covered with insiders like myself who are around the team on a daily basis, as well as Locked on NBA, Locked on uh, NFL, so the two big sports going on right now. Uh, please check out the Locked On Podcast Network on Audio Boom, on iTunes, what have you, and please spread the word. Help us get the word out on the Locked On Podcast Network. But, uh, like I was saying, just a very, very solid day for the, the Cowboys all the way around. Uh, the 25-point victory uh, was the biggest uh, margin, winning margin, since they beat Indianapolis 42-7 to in 2014. Um, so clearly the Cowboys are rolling at the midway point, and they're 7-1. Tony Romo's on the mend, but uh, there's no way you take out Dak Prescott at this point. And uh, I'll just go through... A, a few player uh, notables. Cole Beasley made six receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown to pass. Walt Garrison and Lance Rensel for 23rd on the team's all-time receptions list. Oh, and... God damn it. I apologize about that. My... Uh, computer was kind of going in and out, but uh, but yeah, I, l- let me kind of backtrack real quick and, and get uh, to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. As I already said, he's he had 92 yards on 18 carries, uh, and Elliott is averaging 114.1. He has fallen off the pace slightly of Eric Dickerson's rookie record of 1,000. 808 yards, but uh, but it's certainly still within reach. And, you know, it, it would not be shocking if Ezekiel Elliott tops the 1,000-yard rushing mark 
next week. He he's got 891 uh, rushing yards so far. Adrian Peterson is the only player. Excuse me, Adrian Peterson and Eric Dickerson are the only players to have more through their first eight professional games. Adrian Peterson had a thousand and thirty-six in two thousand seven. Eric Dickerson nine hundred and ninety-five. So uh, Ezekiel Elliott right now is on track for 1,782 yards. The record, 1,808 yards. So you can tell that is only, what, 26 yards Ezekiel Elliott is shy. And, and I think the key for Ezekiel Elliott, he really needs to have a breakout, breakout game. Uh, a lot of people thought it might have been able to do it against the Browns defense. You know, put up a 150, 200-yard rushing game. And, and at, to be fair, a couple weeks ago against the Eagles, he had a 60-plus-yard run called back because of a penalty. So that that could be a very, very uh, big thing. Uh, or, or not big, but uh, that very well could hold him back from, from getting it all. But, uh, but well, in – now let's just move on to the defensive side. Uh, early on, David Irving, the defensive end who had such a great game a few weeks back with the three force fumbles, uh, had a very short day. He he played or he lasted only five plays. I believe he played one of those plays and and got into a little scuffle with Brown center Cameron Irving and things uh, and he got tossed right off the bat. David Irving said afterward, things got a little out of control, high emotions. You know, stuff happens playing this game of football. I did something I shouldn't have done. He did something he shouldn't have done. We both have to be accountable, and it is what it is. The more interesting nugget for David Irving is when it's going to hit his wallet. Irving faces a fine of $30,387. David Irving makes... $30,882. So that means David Irving is going to make $495 next week. (laughs) And I don't know if that includes taxes or what have you, but but that is certainly a steep, steep penalty he faces um, this week for, for a little scuffle, especially for a guy who... Uh, certainly is not on a big contract with the Cowboys. So it, it will be interesting to see. But uh, outside of Irving's ejected, ejection, the, the defense played extremely well. Malik Collins, the rookie out of Nebraska, the third-round pick, had his best day with two sacks. Uh, and and the, the Cowboys tied a season high with four sacks on the day. Uh, dropped Cody Kessler for twenty for a combined twenty six yards and losses. So the Cowboys right now at the halfway point have eighteen sacks a season. That puts them on pace for thirty six, and that would be more than the thirty one they had last year and the twenty eight they had in twenty fourteen. But they have twelve sacks the past four games. So if they're able to keep up that pace. The Cowboys have a chance of getting to 40 sacks by the end of the year. And I don't think they've had 40 sacks since 2011. So for as many questions as there were about the pass rush, and as slow as it started early on this year, it has turned the corner, 
and they are starting to get home and, and get to the quarterback. So they are developing. The return of Demarcus Lawrence, of course, helps. Uh, seeing young guys like Malik Collins step up and, and do what he's doing helps. So uh, certainly the defense is clicking on all cylinders, which is, of course, a good thing. And I'm just going to end this podcast with a couple quick other notes. Uh, Ron Larry, the left guard, exited in the fourth quarter uh, for concussion-like symptoms. Uh, Larry talked afterwards, said it was more precautionary. He said he's fine, and he expects you know to get back in there. Uh, of course, Larry is filling in for Lael Collins, the the second year pro who is on IR with a torn ligament in his right big toe. Uh, although Lael Collins is not ruled out a return, but Ron Larry is in concussion protocol. If he's able to get out, that is certainly good news for the Cowboys going forward. Uh, Des Bryant had had one catch for 19 yards. That might have been the most disappointing thing about the offensive output. He uh, also had a drop and complained about holding from cornerback Joe Hayden. Uh, Bryant afterward said, at the end of the day, we are chasing something. It's not a one-man show. Each and every week, one guy is going to have to step up. So clearly it was good to see Des Bryant not get too worked up over his production. And finally, let's end this talking about Tony Romo. Who else? Uh, Dak Prescott, of course, is the starting quarterback for now, and, and it's hard to see the Cowboys making a change, especially when they're chasing their best regular season uh, consecutive win record next week at Pittsburgh. And uh, Jerry Jones, after the game, would not rule Tony Romo out for Pittsburgh. And that doesn't mean he's starting. He just has potential to maybe serve as Dak Prescott's backup at the, when they go to Pittsburgh on Sunday. Uh, and and uh, Jones, Jerry, said, I, I wouldn't speculate. I don't know, but he will do more uh, this week in practice. So the Tony Romo is on the mend, and all signs point to the Cowboys handling this as well as possible. And I, I thought Jason Wynn had some good stuff to say to Mac Engel, the Star-Telegram columnist. Uh, so make sure you go check out his blog at star-telegram.com. And uh, Jason Wynn kind of educates people on how you can support Dak as well as back Romo and appreciate what he's done for the Cowboys throughout his career. So please go check out StarTelegram.com. I will be back tomorrow with more uh, audio from the locker room. I know it's a lot better than listening to me ramble. So uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow. I do appreciate you tuning in today. Until next time, take care. I am Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, and this is Locked on Cowboys. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.